You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello everyone, Stakuyi here. And I'm Gabby. And we are the hosts of History of Everything, a podcast which you can probably guess by the name is, well, I mean, it's about everything. Do you want to know why people thought potatoes were evil and would give you syphilis? Are you curious about all the stories of the terrible and stupid ways that people have kicked the bucket over the years? Do you want to hear tales about all of the different badasses of history and the lives that they had brought to life? Well, if so, then look no further. History of Everything is just the right podcast for you. It's available on Spotify, Pandora, and anywhere else that you get your podcast from. Join us for some fun and just see how weird and wacky history can be. Hey everybody, this is Aaron, the co-host of the Weird Medieval Guys podcast. Katie and Nathan wanted me to let you know that they're swearing in this episode, so, you know, if that's not your thing, don't say I didn't warn you. But... If, like me, you do like both jokes and profanity in your history podcast, this might just be the show for you. And if you do, you might also like the Weird Medieval Guys podcast, where every episode me and Olivia go on a deep and deeply unhinged dive into the weirdest people, stories, and art from medieval history. Asking questions like, did medieval guys really love their wives? Was everything brown? And could a single Dorito really kill? A medieval peasant. Anyway, on with the show. Hi, this is Katie. And this is Nathan. And you're listening to Queen's Podcast, the show about badass women in history. Hey, Nathan. Hey, Katie. It is, do you know what time of year it is? It's one of my favorite times of the year. Oh my gosh. It is like fall. I am a basic bitch. Give me Ooh. some pumpkin spice lattes with yoga pants, with a long sleeve shirt, and I will be outside in the leaves rolling around having a blast. So yes, the season is autumn or fall, as we say here in America, because leaves fall down. Specifically, what I meant is that it's spooky season. As you can probably tell by now, we love Halloween. Yes. Uh, (laughs) We love, as you probably know, if you've, unless you're brand, brand new to this podcast, we love a good ghost story. Ooh. Yes. And because it's spooky season, I just Googled most haunted castle in the world because I am basic like that. I like haunted things. I like castles. Hey. A good Google search will do it. And you know what shows up? Chillingham Castle in England. And yes. what a name, right? Chilling. Chilling. It's going to give you the chills because it's so chilling and chilling am. I love like, it. So I Googled most haunted castle and it came up with Chillingham Castle. And so I Googled Chillingham Castle without any of the haunted questions associated with it. And, like, literally their tagline on their official website is, come visit us. We're super haunted. Ghosts, ghost out the wazoo. Come see us. Oh, and I love this. So it's like, okay, let's talk about the chills that we'll get From at Chillingham Castle. Chillingham. Before we meet the ghosts of Chillingham Castle, a little history on the place itself. It's located in northern England, which old as hell yeah it it was originally a monastery so that's another like and was built in the 12th century so lots of history guys Mm -hmm. in the mid 1300s 
is when it actually became a castle. Right. And in this time since it's been built, it's been like a lot of famous people have come through and a lot of death. Because we've talked about on this show before, England and Scotland, just like always fighting. Always fighting. And it's strategically where it's placed is on the way to Scotland. Like you can basically pretty much see the Scottish border from there. So English forces would stay there on their way north to fight the Scottish. And then again, during World War II, it was converted into a hospital for the wounded. So probably saw a lot of dead soldiers or people like afraid of, because I'm thinking of like the people that on both like marching to the Scottish border or like hanging out in that hospital Probably, like, fearing death. So probably a lot of, like, residual ickiness. Yes. Lots of yes. sticky, icky emotions. Sticky, icky feelings. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's this website that's called The Little House of Horrors. Super fun site. Yeah. And it said that Chilean has over 100 ghosts. So that's 100. 100. A hundy ghost. So we have gone down little rabbit holes on the three most famous that are there. So let's talk about them. Let's talk about these historical ghosts. So So, who is number one? Number one is, he's a baddie. You're not going to like him. Oh, no. We're not. We don't like him. His name is John Sage, and he's known as the Butcher of the Scots. Okay. Okay. Once you say the B word and it... Not bitch, a butcher. <laughs> yeah. His name is Sage, so you would think, oh, he's oh, nice and, cool. and then and then butcher of the Scots. <laughs> nope. So John Sage was the jailer at Chillingham Castle, and he loved his job. He got a reputation when he was in the army as being a really brutal soldier to the point where even like the generals and stuff in the army were like, "That's a bit much, dude. It's Eat. a bit much." And so at the time, Edward I of England is king. And Edward is sometimes called the Hammer of the Scots. And he's the, have you ever seen Braveheart? Yes, of course. He's the Braveheart. He's the mean English king that pushes his son's lover out a window in Braveheart. Didn't they, like, didn't they like force us to watch that in like high school? <laughs> they forced I don't, us to. It's a long fucking movie. Maybe the abridged version. Um, yeah, yeah, I was forced but, to. AP, uh, AP history. Oh, see. <laughs> I was probably skipping school, so it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. You should have been in AP history, but you were. But out I was back probably. <laughs> I was probably at the park pretending like I knew how to skateboard. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, John Sage lived in the 13th century and he was in the army that was going to go hammer the Scots. Okay. And during battle, he was injured and he suffered an injury that permanently fucked up his leg. And so he got the nickname Dragfoot. I don't because like where he, this is going. Because he walked with a limp. So uh, you would hear a step and then you would hear his other foot dragging oh, behind oh, him. Oh, I'm getting nightmares already. And <laughs> so just keep that in mind. So when the king realized, okay, this guy can't be in battle anymore. But it, like, why would we let somebody so brutal go to waste? I need someone like him to do some killing and some torturing. And he goes to Sage and he's like, I got the perfect job for you. There's this castle, Chillingham Castle. We got some dungeons there, and that's where we're holding all of our prisoners. I want you to be the jailer, which means you're going to get to torture oh. a bunch of Scottish people. Oh, no. And John Sage was like, fuck yes. I Ugh. Yes, this is the dream. I love... Because he, he considered... He blamed all Scottish people for the end of his career in the military. And so he's like, cool. 
gonna torture them. This, this is gonna be great. This, this is not going in a very good direction. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna leave out a lot of icky details about the torture. Okay, that's good because I don't really care for torture and uh, we've tried but, to cover torture and then we both get grossed out and just not like, a fan. okay, let's move on. Not a fan. Just know <laughs> what happened and let your imagination do it. What with that? The torture was done in the name of trying to get everybody to give the whereabouts of Braveheart. All right, William, uh, Wallace. William Wallace. But like so many of these dudes are just like, so many of the people being tortured are just like little teenage soldier guys. And just... It, They're kids. Yeah. And the estimation says that he probably tortured and killed almost a thousand people in the span of three years. Holy in Chillingham Castle. So again, a bunch of icky, he icky makes, stuff. He makes Bathory look like a walk in the right. park. <laughs> right. And this guy actually definitely did this shit. Definitely did it. Yeah. So when the war was over, King Edward told Sage to release the remaining prisoners. And this, I'm going to skim over a bunch of the stuff from this story. If you guys want to read that, Nathan mentioned that website, the House of Horrors up top. You can go read about the ickiness. I'm going to do some skimming. So King Edward was like, release the prisoners. And he was like, okay, I'll release the prisoners. And he goes into the courtyard of the of the castle, which is, you know, not huge, but it's walled up. It's walled around. And he lights this huge bonfire. And then he releases all the adults that were prisoners into the courtyard, where they all either suffocated to death or caught on fire. Oh. Or, and then... <laughs> There were children that were held. Um, oh no! And then he, and then some stuff happened to the kids, which I'm not gonna, not even gonna I talk about. I don't like this story uh-uh. at all. Uh-uh. But it's okay. He's he. Things are about to turn around for him, despite him being this just garbage person, this yeah. horrifying garbage person. <laughs> he did have a girlfriend that he was supposedly really in love with, and her name was Elizabeth Charlton. Did she Anna- also like death? I mean, she couldn't have been... I have to imagine that she was pretty intense herself, but we don't know a whole lot about her. Except for that her dad was... We don't really have time to go into it, but there was, like, this group of, like, renegade thieves that Edward wanted to have on his side. The king wanted to have on his side. And the chief of these renegade thieves was Elizabeth's dad. So... Uh, A little bit of pirating. Kind of, yeah, yeah. So one night, Elizabeth and John are going at it. They're having sex, and I guess really rough sex, because he accidentally strangled her to death. Wow, that's some really rough sex. I mean, don't they have a safe word? Well. (laughs) Pineapple. Pineapple. (laughs) Bonfire. I don't know. Bonfire. (laughs) Yeah. So when Elizabeth's dad found out what happened, he goes to the king and is like, no, I want this guy dead. You need to hand this guy over to me now. He killed my only daughter, blah, blah, blah. And the king's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, here, have him. And they tortured Sage on his own equipment. Oh, poetic justice. Yeah. So that then justice was served. <laughs> he was he was still alive, though. And they were like, we're going to bring you down to the town right like on the Scottish border. And we're gonna you're going to be publicly hanged. But they're going to hang him on a short rope so his neck wouldn't break. <gasps> So it's so like he, he actually strength. Oh, oh, yeah. So they and even so, had it down to an art of like, oh, we're gonna make your neck snap or not. But wait, there's more. Oh. Um, and then they just let he's hanging there, and they just let the angry crowd on him. Oh, They're like you've killed our family, you've tortured, you've been doing this for three years. 
And like, people were, were like hacking off his body parts while he was no, still alive. No, like, no, no. His arms, his Nightmares. legs, his, his balls, his dick. People were like Save cutting the balls. his nose, his ears. And then he finally died and he was brought back to Chillingham Castle and he was like buried somewhere in there. Hi. So this is a lot to unpack. Um, specifically, yes. his package was hacked off. Mm-hmm. Uh, he dead, and he's in a bunch of little pieces. So the story goes, you know, he was bought, brought back to Chillingham and buried somewhere, and his ghost is still there. <clears throat> and there's been reports of seeing like a spirit or something with missing, like a missing arm or something like missing pieces. Um, <laughs> some one medium said that he can't cross over to hell or whatever. Until after he finds all his body parts. Yeah, because he's definitely going to hell. Yeah, because I don't. So there's that. There's also been people said, like, whenever it's quiet, you might hear, you know, like how we said his cadence of walking was like step, drag, step, drag. Like you hear step, drag. Yeah. And then also people say there's the, the dungeons where he did all his torturing are closed off now. But there's the room right above it. People say that they've experienced feeling like they're being choked, like he did to his yeah, girlfriend. That's very that's very common to the yeah. with ghost hauntings is like the feeling of suffocation and some. Yeah, I don't. So he's not he's not a friendly ghost, but that is the <clears throat> that is one of the most famous ghosts of Chillingham. Everybody, shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. They've done weird things. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the box of oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. Castle, Nathan, are you going to tell us about somebody who did some a little less murder? Yeah, so behind curtain number two (laughs) is Lady Mary Berkeley. So in the late 1600s, the Lord of Chillingham Castle was his dude named Lord Ford Grey. Mm -hmm. And asshole to the extreme. Not a fan. No, not at all. And his wife's name was Lady Mary Berkeley. And it was an arranged marriage, so... We don't think it's a love match because no. those usually don't happen in arranged marriages. But happy enough that they had two sons. Yeah. Um, that just means they boned twice. Ish. <laughs> ish. ish. <laughs> but this fucking guy, Lord Ford, was not happy. And he was having an affair with, wait for it, wait for it. Waiting. Lady Mary's sister. Henrietta. What the fuck? I, I mean, mean, it's one thing. It's one thing for your spouse to cheat on you. But with like, with a sister, that is so With a family up. member, with somebody that's related, that's so Mm-mm. Nope, Not, nope, nope, nope. So of- it was Mary's mom that found out. So Mary's mom found some love letters from Gray to Henrietta. But mom 
too scared to tell her daughter Mary. Oh, you don't so, want to break that news to somebody. No, you would. Who oh. would? Who would? Yeah, yeah. I guess you would just hope it would go away on its own. Like they would just get sick and tired of each other, and you wouldn't have to. I don't know. Ugh. But somebody in the family is a gossip because the whole damn family found out. Whole yeah. family. Oh, Except, that would be my family. Yeah, they would. <laughs> <laughs> and the last person to know was Katie. I mean, Mary. I- <laughs> Everybody knew that her husband was fucking her sister, except her. Like, how, how would you feel? Yeah, exactly. Oh how would you feel? Mortified bomb. You should have just told me up up front. Like, ugh. But she ended up finding out. So when her husband and sister ran away together. Oh, my God. <laughs> ran away. So they didn't get sick of each other, obviously. No, it's like, oh, she finds out because they ran off and left her. Oh. I hate this for terrible, her. Terrible. The Berkeley family ended up putting an ad in the newspaper saying that they would pay 200 pounds to anyone that could find them. And let's convert because yeah. that's close to $10,000 in today's money. $10,000. Yeah. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the, I mean, we know from when we covered Hortense Mancini, oh, we know yeah. from when we covered her that like tabloids basically existed there was yeah. such thing as a media circus back then oh, that yeah. this must have been such a media circus like because it's like stuff that you know soap operas are written about literally yes <laughs> it's like kim kardashian they're on the run because of their torrid affair and there's ten thousand dollars on his head oh drama mama how embarrassing <laughs> though oh poor I mary oh she would have been mortified they have a baby and it's still a baby like itty bitty baby and the staff said that they, that Lady Mary would walk around all night holding their baby and just sobbing. Yeah. Inconsolable, can't stop crying, ugly cry, standing in a mirror, <laughs> yeah. snot rolling down her nose. Standing in a mirror? Do you look at yourself in the mirror when you ugly cry? No. <laughs> <laughs> she is absolutely grief stricken. Cannot eat, cannot sleep. She's just walking around, moaning, groaning, crying with this baby. And it is just weeks of her doing this. Yeah. And Mary's dad ended up suing Lord Grey. And the court found him guilty. But Henrietta and Grey went far, far away (laughs) and never returned. (laughs) Not even to this day. Nope. So they ran. They ran ran so so far far away. away. To the Netherlands. That's <laughs> uh, as one should run yeah. to the Netherlands. Yeah, Amsterdam uh, looks very nice. <laughs> so Gray later did come back to England, but it's unclear if he and Henrietta were still together. But either way, he never returned to Mary, and I don't think he ever returned to Chillingham Castle because haunted AF. <laughs> but Mary never left the castle. She was still grief stricken. Yeah, still mortified about you know your husband leaving you for your sister Mm -hmm. and you have his baby that's a little baby of course you're gonna be traumatized so we don't know like how long she lived or if she passed away at the house but her spirit never really left Mm -hmm. and one of the most famous ghosts in chillingham People are reported to have seen this ghost of a woman holding a baby, crying and wailing. And that's what I think 
you know, ghost stories are really about is the emotion that's caught within the house. Yeah. And yeah. it's not necessarily saying, oh, this woman is still living in the house, like her spirit lives in the house. No, her spirit's probably somewhere else now. But it's just the residual of those emotions, emotions. of those. It's just like, yuck. There's, yeah, I think that's probably a great read on that. Oh, I hope. I want to go to Chillingham Castle, but I hope that... I hope I don't meet her because I'd be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about you and your baby. Baby Baby daddy. Come back. That's spooky. All right. We've got one more. Unlike the last two, this one, the last two are like people that we know from history. We can put a finger on who these people were. This last one doesn't have a name. So he's known as the blue boy and sometimes also called the radiant boy. Ooh. All right. Don't so, call me by my middle name, Radiant Boy. A Radiant Boy. <laughs> oh, I love that. You're a Radiant Boy, Nathan. <laughs> okay, so this is our last one that we're going to talk about, and he's simply known as the Blue Boy or the Radiant Boy. And he, at one point, was the most commonly seen ghost at Chillingham. So he's a social ghost. He's a little social butterfly, except it's terrifying. Must have um, been a Gemini. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> So there's a room in the palace called the Pink Room. It's not open for, or it used to not be, I think you can go tour it now, but for a while it wasn't open for tours, but it was more like for the family that owned it when people still lived there, that's where their guest would stay. Okay. Um, and so, and people would say that there is, still to this day, people would say that maybe they see some blue lights outside of that room. So he's called the blue boy because when he appears, he's wearing a blue outfit. And I just put a picture in the show notes of what people said, kind of describing it. It kind of looks like Marie Antoinette era. Yeah, he's got yeah. the <clears throat> knickers. Um, yeah, <clears throat> puffy shirt. Puffy shirt with yeah. like the short capri tight pants that are... And then you put the little socks with. And... Yeah, long socks. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And so people say when they see him, he's wearing this outfit and he's kind of got like a blue halo or maybe like an aura or something around oh i'm sure beyonce's behind him i need to go halo hello, hello. hello. <laughs> yes unlike the other two most seen an active ghost at chillingham we don't know who this boy is but the story goes that he would come out at the stroke of midnight and start screaming screaming like someone was hurting him not like a boo ah, like screaming like you said residual emotion like yeah. This boy was tortured or just something really bad happened to him. Screaming, crying in pain. No one's having fun. And this went on for years and Ooh. years. Like Ooh. people would be like, can I not stay in the pink room? I know it's your nicest room, but yeah. can I? Pink, um, is it my favorite color? <laughs> so fast forward to 1920s. I'm not exactly sure how long this went on. Zoop. I'm not exactly sure how long this went on. I don't know if it was like. 100 years, 200 years. But 1920, I mean, that's not that long ago when no. you consider how old the castle is. So they're doing construction on that room. They're going to cut through the wall, break down the wall, and like, join it with another part, like this hall. They're doing construction, tearing down a wall. Doesn't matter the reason, but what do you think they found behind the wall in the oh, pink room? no. They found the remains of a little boy. And the remains of what looks like to be like some blue clothes. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Chills. Right? Chills. Chills. 
when it was discovered, the owners of the castle immediately planned for him to have a proper burial. Yes. Like a Christian burial. This poor little spirit needs something. Yes. So they buried him with a funeral and everything. And they say that after that, the unhappy screaming hauntings um, just kind of started to trail off. They don't happen like they used to. In fact, it just sounds like the poor little boy just wanted to be buried. Like somebody to find him. Yeah. Yeah. Find me. I'm over here. So even though that part has pretty much stopped, people do say, though, that you'll still see flashes of blue lights in that room and in that area. So skeptics have said, like, oh, it must be some kind of, like, electrical thing. But the owners of Chillingham Castle say that there's no wiring in the wall in the area where they're saying but maybe blue lights. Maybe, again, it's, like, the emotional thing that happened there, the residual emotions are It now, was so used to being there for so long. But now it's slowly going away. So yeah. in, like, a hundred years, you probably won't see maybe, it Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, so I don't know if it's just the little boy letting them know he's still around and he's just a lot less pissed off now. He's I would yeah. be too. I would be too. So those are the three most famous ghosts in Britain's most haunted castle. I ain't Thank afraid you. to know ghosts. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit. <laughs> I I probably wouldn't be afraid of Mary's ghost. I'd probably be a little afraid of John Sage's ghost. And I'd probably be really freaked out of the blue boy if you were hearing screaming. the screaming. <laughs> yeah, that might be frightening. Too bit frightening. Nathan, do you want to go to Chillingham Castle with me one day? Yes. Once I get my passport. Get your fucking passport, boo. All right. Well, this was fun. I I hope everybody has an awesome Halloween. If y'all do any historical um, costumes, make sure to tag us. Yes. Yes. Love it. Bye, bitches. Cheers, bitches.